episode 154, One Dapper Latino. (laughs) I don't even know what to say about this episode other than it was a blast. Uh, Josh is turning out to be uh, a, a great friend of mine. I like this dude a lot. He's just a caring, genuine dude who loves Kansas City and who loves food and fashion and Instagramming, even though he pretends he doesn't. <laughs> uh, this was a fun, uh, We've gone everywhere. We had positive. We had negative. Well, we're talking about wolves. We're talking about drinks. We're ta- what a great episode. You guys are going to love this one, I think. And if you've never listened to my podcast, uh, welcome. My name is Ryan Westa. If you would like to watch this video, you can do it at patreon.com slash Podcast, <clears throat> And it's like a dollar a month. Come on. Who's got a buck? You got a buck for me? I'm spanging over here. What a great time. You guys are going to enjoy this episode. 154, Josh Montez, one dapper Latino. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. That's how much we talked. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for the support. Enjoy the episode. Boom, shalak, boom. One, Josh, one dapper Latino. Salute, my friend. Salute. Uh, gave me some shit that I didn't have your Voss water here. I know he had no. I asked for I asked for white uh, orchids, uh, <laughs> dark chocolate covered almonds or nuts. Get a little closer to you. Almonds or nuts and uh, Voss water, and he supplied me with a. What is this? A? Well, so I was at the Kansas City Farmers Market this morning in the River Market. And there was a local distillery called Of the Earth Farm and Distillery. And I talked to this dude, and he's got some, I got some raspberry liqueur. And I went and bought some fresh limes from the market, hand squeezed those. And what else? That's the only local things. But that's the biggest thing. I got some sparkling water, Harito, sparkling water, mixed it together and make it a little sour. Hand squeezed to, uh, lemons. Lime. Limes. Look at you. Regular Martha Stewart. Well, you know, <laughs> I prefer Emerald Lagasse. <laughs> okay. Either. <laughs> Wait, did you say of the earth? So yesterday after brunch, I walked by a, a, um, a dispensary off truce. It's called. From of, the earth. Yeah. Is it the same, same people? No, no. That's from. This is of. Oh, okay. These are drinkers. Those are stoners. Ah, got it. Got it. You same know how thing. that goes, right? Same thing. <laughs> Well, this is uh, an honor to have you here. No, it's an honor to be here with you guys. And Thank very, you, you know, it's, it's really cool to have, that I'll tell everyone the story. Hey, by the way, I do get, I will get paid after this, right? Well, it depends. <laughs> depends on how good the episode is. Uh, I would like, yeah, th- uh, for all of you that know, don't know, I do have a Patreon and yes. Josh here is my subs- highest number, The he's the highest level subscriber. He's oh, a so Neanderthal at $25 a month. I can I just created that thinking that one person would Actually, I think you came in low. You should have got, you should have gone higher on that. <laughs> I'm happy with it, man. I appreciate no, no. the support that you've given me. So, one day, I'm minding my own business. An old dapper here liked 
I think I counted 37 likes. Okay, call me out now. Call me out. <laughs> On my Instagram, I was like, what the hell? What? Oh, this is what they call now this that I've good. learned now that I've learned this is called like a dapper love bomb, I guess. This is something <laughs> you you are used to and you do and I had no idea. I thought I was special. <laughs> Clearly I'm not. I'm just another I'm just a number to this guy. Another notch on his hey, Instagram but, but belt. But you felt special that for a second, didn't you? I did. I was like, "Hey, I know who this dude is." And so but he liked like 37 of my pictures and shit and didn't follow me. So I hit him up. I was like, "Dude, how are you going to like 30 plus things and not give me a follow?" Yes, he totally called me out. Totally. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I better follow you. I forgot. You told me you were like when you in the middle of your masturbatory banging of my pictures. I, I double tap. <laughs> yes, I, I, I you got a you. phone call <laughs> and it got you interrupted and you forgot to follow me after that. And that is true. I really do. I did get a phone call come in there. So I was on the phone call and then just forgot all about you. You know, that's what I do. I hit it and quit it. <laughs> well i mean listen <laughs> but also in all that, i mean you didn't tell the whole story come on now. no no so know. i did say no that's cool because i did know i you i know i knew of who you are i i've been aware of you for the past couple years and you're like oh you've been aware of me but you don't follow me it's like yeah <laughs> you got knew, me because you knew that was coming right yeah you got yes. me Yep, yep. But then I did even fess up. I was like, no, I actually did follow you, but then I unfollowed you at one point in my Instagram career. Because he told me I was too extra. You can be a can little extra. you guys extra. believe that? Extra. Yeah, I can be. Yeah. Okay, go. Speaking of extra, right? I mean, okay, am I probably the bougiest person you've had on here? Okay, that's a good question. The bougiest person. But the nicest, too. I'm bougie, but I'm pretty nice. I don't, th yeah, you probably are the most, <laughs> Cesar's pretty bougie, Cesar Marquez. Marquez, he's pretty bougie, and oh, I want to say, you know, I wouldn't call her, I was almost going to say Danielle Lehman, but she's not super bougie, she's pretty down oh, to earth. she's pretty down to earth, love Danielle. But she, she looks like she could be bougie if she wanted to, but she's not, uh, and I have one more, who would it be? Okay, you've got the whole answer wrong. You're supposed to say yes. Okay, well, I was trying to let you off the hook. <laughs> I was like, no. Hey, I, I embrace and I am my trying to think. Yeah, yeah. I embrace my bouginess. Okay. It works for me. I work, you know, work with your strengths. That's my strength. Yeah, you are bougie. <laughs> One dapper Latino. How did you come up with that name? Like, where does that come from? So, you're basically, you're an Instagrammer for all of those out there. He's just a dude. <clears throat> He's a really, really good looking guy that takes, it's very photogenic. And takes these amazing pictures on uh, people take pictures. I don't know. You're just a model, a good looking oh. guy. Like I don't know how it's hard to do for a man to do that. And then so he came up with this name, or like how how did this story of you becoming this influencer even start? Like how does that start? How do you become an influencer? <laughs> so disclaimer: just take I pictures am, of fancy food. Right. Yeah, pretty much. So disclaimer: I am not a model. I am five six. I am 175 pounds, short and bald. And old, so I am not a model. Um, Bullshit, he's I'm a not, model. I'm not one of those people who are a little bit delusional and think they're models. And it's just like, no, you're not a model, neither am I. What? <clears throat> so I, um, gosh, how did it start influencing? I actually, five, four or five years ago, I had no idea what an influencer was, which was never on my radar. I, um, I even when somebody, just now when you said he's an Instagrammer, like for me, it's almost like... Uh, 
That's not really who I am, but I that's get not it. who you are. No, but that's, that's people, who that's the public people, sees. Yeah, automatically, yes, that's what they they're. You have a lot of you notion. have a lot of Instagram followers, and when you're going out and about, I've been with you out and about. Don't don't. <laughs> I see these people coming up to you, man. So a preconceived notion, yes. So I uh, I am a first and foremost, I'm an interior designer, and then after that, I'm a quote unquote influencer. But it started literally. I, I honestly, if I look back, I don't know. How how it started all i know is like i was taking pictures and and posted on my instagram because i was still learning the whole instagram process okay Uh, so i've been in business now for one dapper latina has has existed since 2000 september 24th of 2016 so i'm coming up on five years okay five years that's Uh, that's when you first started your that's when i launched one dapper latina that's when he when he just came onto the scene on the instagram scene or like on the scene like everywhere like uh, Instagram <laughs> websites. I mean, I've of course, what, Jesus what call- Swim Montez has been around for forty six years, but um, my <laughs> my other my uh, split personality, one <laughs> Dapper Latino, has been around for this guy five years. I love you, man. You're so hilarious. You will never get a straight answer on his age. You will never. I've heard you tell your age to five different people and give seven different answers. <laughs> hey, I like keeping people on their toes. I love it. Me too. So, yeah. And so when I started, I knew I, I wanted to start some sort of a website. Not knowingly, I actually didn't want any social media. Uh, but my web designer just kind of kept pushing me. Uh, I was like, you really need social media nowadays for for business and for your interior design yeah, for, or for yeah, just for you design because i had no I, I knew i wanted the website to be, be mainly focused on interior design and maybe a little sprinkle of fashion and food and cuisine your passions yeah those are three things that i think everybody can can relate to uh, and for me like all three all three of those are they're like cousins they're intertwined somehow i mean when you dress up don't you feel a little better when you're all dressed up right i do it does i do yeah and when you're out eating when you're eating a nice beautiful presented entree or dinner isn't it pretty like sexy when you're looking at it and then you want to just eat it that's one of my favorite things on earth right and then interior design who doesn't want a beautiful space that's your sanctuary that's where the place where you go home every day after work and just relax yeah what i've found very hard is is finding people that are good at being interior designers if you will and i don't mean like professionally but just creating a a nice warm space or something like it's not everybody has that that's like a real gift yeah and i'm self-taught so i i didn't go to school for it i'm self-taught but i've been doing it forever in my mind i've done it forever for friends but i didn't start getting serious about it until 2015 is when i started really you know getting an llc hiring a, looking for a web designer hire, looking for a photographer videographer accountant lawyer getting all my ducks in a row <clears throat> but the influencing thing came along because it was just like when my web designer said you have to have social media i was like oh, i don't want it i don't want it so um and i think i told you this before like this is my third smartphone ever before podcast that. do what third podcast no my, my third smartphone oh okay i'm sorry i, I thought okay no, this is my third podcast, but we'll go back to that later. So, um, third time's a charm, right? Is that is that what they say? Who? People say third time's a charm. Never heard that one time in my life. What? what? I was fucking with what? you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Thank you, Charles. I was like, yes, I wait. What? Oh my gosh, what a Neanderthal! <laughs> you better believe it. You're getting it. So, so um, 
I, uh, so he said, Josh, I had a 10 year old flip phone. He goes, Josh, if you're serious about having a website, you need to get rid of that flip phone. I was like, <laughs> wow. I do not want to get rid of that flip phone. I don't need it. I just want the website. And so slowly I was like, okay. So he, you know, he persuaded me. And so I, I, I don't even know how I got my first invite. Um, to be quite honest, I know it was a restaurant opening invite to check out their menu and their, the new place or whatsoever, whatever. Uh, but the first kind of paid influencer gig I got was from the, during my, before the launch of my website, I was <clears throat> Salvador Campan from Lordag Sondag, who lives in Mexico City, reached out. I didn't understand what you just said. What were those words? <laughs> You're white. That's I'm very, <laughs> very. <laughs> so Salvador Campan is a designer in Mexico City, and the name of his brand is Lordag and Sondag. Okay. So it's a uh, leather uh, home. It's a. It's it's a. Uh, he's actually been featured on Esquire, GQ, a bunch of magazines, but in Mexico City. So he came across the uh, hashtag that my web designer started, which was uh, once we decided on a name for me, uh, which is one Dapper Latino. He he found the hashtag somehow and asked me. What is this? What is this one Dapper Latino thing? So I was like, oh, I didn't even know what how to. Uh, at first, I thought, is this shit real? Like, uh, it's my. It's going to be the name of my business. Um, this is what I do. And he goes, well, <clears throat> I just I want to be able to kind of spread my name into the U.S. You know, I'm already pretty much established in Mexico. And I was like, oh, well, cool. Let's. You know, he goes, how do you feel if we kind of set up some of my bags for sale at your website at your website launch? And okay. And I was like, so in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, at that point, I wasn't ready for whatever that was. I had no idea. It just kind of just fell on my lap, which I was fortunate. <clears throat> and um, that's how it started. So I kind of, you know, I used, I sold his stuff at my launch party, um, did well. And then um, I took pictures. I was posting it on Instagram and just kind of, and I was following. And, I, to, and to be honest, I was actually kind of. Um, being inspired by influencers on the East Coast and West Coast. Okay. Um, there was one who I, one particular that comes to mind is, his name is Luke Detella. Uh, uh, he lives in the East Coast. And um, I kind of was in, getting inspired by his, by his feed and other influencers. Like what are these influencers, like what were these influencers, like what kind of influencers? They just, everyday was, people going out more doing. lifestyle, more fashion. Like, okay. you know, he has paid partnerships with, you know, high-end watches. And okay. um, so it was just, so in my mind, I was like, okay, this kind of falls in line with what I'm doing, I guess. Sure. So I, again, I really was just <clears throat> in the dark. I mean, I was just tr learning. I would research. I would look Google what an influencer was. Mm -hmm. No, you're good. The uh, I see you adjusting. I don't know. If That's I need just to me. Put it closer That's just to my mouth. I don't know. No. Get away. You don't. No, no, just, you're good. Don't put it too close to my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and the uh, and so it, I just kind of. Um. Anyways, uh, I feel like now I'm just rambling. But you're not. You're good. I'm. I'm. When I uh, very curious. Well, the first time I got the invite, it was it was I had already started the Instagram thing, and so I was posting pictures. Really, didn't even know how to capture. Wait, how it. many followers were you at this point? When I first started, oh my gosh! Whenever this was all kind of first starting to fall in your lap, I didn't even have any <clears throat> followers yet. Oh, this was just based on your website. Yeah, yeah, on the hashtag. Yeah, the one wrong wrong hat hashtag. to wear for headphones. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, but I had to kind of keep it dapper. But it still works, right? You look dapper bald. Uh, no, I do. Actually, should I take it off? 
If, if whatever you're most comfortable, oh. I don't yeah. care. So yeah, because it's getting hot. <laughs> so the um, and then the um, so he um, what was I East Coast influencer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So as I started just posting stuff on Instagram with my web designer, kind of teaching me how to do it because he has he was an expert at all that web design and social media. So okay. Uh, as it started growing, and at that point, like you asked me how many followers I had, shit, I don't know. I probably had. Can we cuss? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm kidding. I've I've seen, <laughs> I've seen your podcast. <laughs> so the um the I don't know. I'd say I had less than fifty or a hundred followers at that point when I first. Oh launched. my! So I didn't really have any. <laughs> right. The only people following me were like close friends and relatives. Okay. And I think everybody starts there. Mm-hmm. Nobody starts at. And, right. and if you're starting at a thousand or five thousand, you paid you're, for them. You're, yeah, it's BS. So, mm-hmm. but um, and then slowly I, I got an invite to these restaurants. <clears throat> Again, it was mainly restaurants. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is that because you were posting like a lot of yeah? Food I'd, go pics? To, I'd go eat and take a picture of what I'm eating and like everybody and their dog and everybody right. was doing that. So I posted and it just kind of hey, we love your, you know, at the time it was a pretty nice website. I mean, I've updated it as of couple months ago couple right months. yes i did rebranded uh but back then even then i was very i loved what he <clears throat> what my web designer mike fitton what he created originally and so people you know if you have a, pro- a professional website people notice it and so he uh and i posted a few things i did a little bio on the restaurant and so that's how it grew i mean i really don't know <clears throat> i've said this before i don't know if what about me is that makes interest people <laughs> i don't really don't to be honest but hey it, it's worked and i've um and after lord egg and sondag it was uh you know then i'd be getting i think after that it was peter grim hats from the west coast who reached out hey we love your instagram and again it wasn't that uh big curated page yet i mean it was very few pictures but i guess they loved the website i loved how it was kind of curating my feed um and hey we'd love to send you five hats i see we see like hats we'll send you five hats you do like some hats i do i do love hats i've been wearing hats not just because i'm bald people but i've loved hats since i was like five years old yeah i've always loved hats i actually get that from my grandfather on my dad's side the um and uh so we uh, they sent over hats, and you know, I was like, wait, what do I owe you for these six hats you just sent over? Oh, no, they're free. They're just for you to use, and you know, just wear them and tag us. I was like, tag you? What does that do? What's tag? Oh, wow. What does that mean, Holy tag cow. you? So I was like, oh, so of course, I, you know, I, you I, I was, I was yeah, very wow. green. I was very green at this. I'm still green. I'm still learning. I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, 100% at this. I'm still Not learning. a black belt yet? No, no. And I don't want to be a black belt in so <laughs> yeah. the uh but that's how it started i mean that's how the influencing started and so and then I, I think i saw a segment on on uh, good morning america or something about influencers i was like what what is this and so there's like i think a couple in in uh, a, a husband and wife in either east coast or west coast i can't remember that were literally making six figures um just influencing and having and safe and having trips paid for themselves uh, for them to fly to that's what i want <laughs> i just want someone to pay for me like pay for me to travel somewhere i don't need to make i you could know that's called hooking right 
Well, yeah, it's gay for pay. Is that what we, we've discussed that. <laughs> we'll discuss that later. We've already we've discussed that on the podcast before. I, I, it's <laughs> the I think you would be pretty lucrative. A gay for pay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of numbers are we talking here? That's uh, come on. Six figures. Well, jeez, all at your boy, you guys, men out there. Like, I mean, look, you want to go bareback? It's gonna cost extra. It's gonna cost you extra. But look, look, daddy needs a Ferrari. All right, ladies out there, this guy's a hundred percent straight, so don't believe any of this. But that is why it's called gay for pay, though. Yeah. The um, so that caught my attention. You know, I was like, gosh, these people are making money just posting stuff on their social media mm -hmm. but at the end of the day i knew that wasn't my passion though sure that makes sense that sure. was like i i don't i think at that time at four or five years ago i don't think influencing was real as as legit as it is now now it's a legit thing yeah everybody's an influencer at this point i think everybody's an, you're an influencer i mean yeah. if you're influence one person to go eat somewhere or have a pink drink you've influenced them does that make sense <clears throat> yeah, uh, no, so, no one's tagged me well i guess i've influenced you you did do a pink drink uh I post did. see there you go all right i influenced a real influencer <laughs> climbing my way up to the top baby he is he is so uh so that's how it started the whole influencing thing i've never and i'll be honest i've never taken it as serious as other people because that's not really what i'm passionate about you know that is something funny i have very very little interactions with quote-unquote influencers <clears throat> but some of the ones I have had, they do take it awfully serious. It's like, yeah. uh, what do you, th I don't know. You can just tell that their ego is a little, uh, you know. They're out there, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, they, do you know, I don't know. They, but um, but then you do, then you get ones that should, that could, could have an ego, someone like you, and you're one of the nicest, caring, most giving people I've ever met. Oh, well, thank you. You don't, you don't, you only know that side of me. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> no. I'm sure you, we've all got that on other we sides. Have a little dark side, yeah. Sure, but I mean, the no, side I that I've seen, you're just, no, no. You're, you can tell you're a genuine dude who wants other. Like I see you supporting locals, and I think that's that's huge. That's like one of my big things. Like I I love supporting local. I love Kansas City. I love small businesses and and small families that are trying to make their dreams come true. Like all that stuff, and I see you doing it and. It's really cool to see that you get to pump these people up because of this this platform that you've built of yours. And then, you know, you're, you're promoting like, hey, these these different restaurants during COVID are suffering and they need people. They need people to work. You put that stuff yeah. out there. And you know, that's what I mean. Like if you have a, a platform, I, I of course, do you want to promote yourself? Of course. Right. You, if, I mean, I've always there is a uh, there's a saying in my culture, um, essentially that translates into Scottish. <laughs> yeah, Scottish, exactly. Actually, I'm Irish. Okay. The, um, no, people, I'm actually Mexican. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> they, uh, uh, if you don't promote yourself, who's going to promote you? I mean, you have to be your your number one fan, right? So, but I I really don't, <clears throat> especially on my stories on my Instagram stories. There's very few times that I'm promoting myself on there, right? I mean, it's generally my stories are all local businesses or something else. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm going to sprinkle myself in there because it's my feed. I can do what the fuck I want with my feed. Exactly. So the um, but mainly feed wise, it is primarily me um, or restaurants that I'm working with or my interior design or my own fashion sense. <clears throat> 
So that is uh, what I, I mean, it's me. It's a page of myself. I mean, it sounds a little narcissistic. I remember that's one of the reasons. I that's didn't, all right, though. I did not want to do that because I feel like when you have social media, it's about yourself. It is. It's and, about your business, too. And it's yeah. about branding and trying to like, it's trying, I, how I look at it is I just, it, I use it as a platform to promote, promote my passion. And that's just all it is. I'm just passionate about my podcast and I'm, I'm passionate about this city and, and I just want that passion to come out and other people to see it and hopefully gravitate to it and see it and have some connecting passion alongside with me. Like, oh yeah, I love some of these guests that you have on that are part of this city or yeah, talking yeah. about this certain subject. There's a, yeah. And so that's, that's you do. And so that's why you create a social media mm-hmm. to promote yourself. I yep. mean, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but, you know, to give other people, and this is, I love, thank you again for the compliment on saying that I'm a nice guy and whatever I am. I, I, I try to always be that nice guy. You know, we all have our threshold. I mean, I can be a complete dick if I wanted to, but that you seldom ever happens. Um, I want to see that. <laughs> no, you don't. Because you'll end up in the, you know, probably, I'll probably stab you or something. I don't want like you that. to do it on me. I'm I just want to see you no, be a dick to somebody. No, no. Uh, the, um. But it's it is a uh, you know people people push sometimes and so it's just you know it, it takes a lot to get me there but yeah the um, I do believe in 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 the old saying of saying you just treat people with, with just be humble and kind it mm-hmm. really is I mean people when they first meet me via outside of social media you know they already have a preconceived notion of who I am just through my page. Mm-hmm. Which and I say this like as far as a lot I think a lot of Instagram pages or feeds, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors. Like I like there's a picture of me in a, in a Maserati. I do not drive a Maserati. <laughs> I mean that's not my car. Mm-hmm. But people when they meet me, it's like oh my gosh, I thought you know I thought you were kind of I thought you were kind of like a dick, like a snooty dick. I was like what? Where do you get that from? I was like well from your feed. Huh. So I had to you know. I, I That's take, just projecting. Yeah, no, well, true, maybe. But I looked back and I was like, okay, because I can see where I come off as bougie, like you said earlier. Like, I but am, that doesn't mean I you're a bougie, dick. It's, there's I nothing mean, wrong with being a little bougie. I'm a, I'm a snob when it comes to certain things. Yeah. But like I kind of like that's so the biggest compliment is when they say you're actually a super nice guy. I was like, well, thank you. That's what I aim to be. I don't mean to be a dick. Um, But I mean, do I portray a certain Lux vibe through my social media? Yeah, of course. I mean, that's that's you have it. Don't you don't actually just I mean, you do have a bit of a you are a bit and that's okay. Like it's like, like I said, like you're I thought I knew this city. And you show me, you've been taking me a couple different places. And I'm not even And from I'm like, here. yeah, and I'm like, what? Wait. Like, you took me uh, to Corvino? Corvino. Corvino. Yeah. You took me to Corvino uh, a week and a half or so ago. And the Monarch. You haven't been to the Monarch before. Have not been, well, yeah, have not been to the Monarch. We can tell that story too. But <laughs> we, we go to Corvino, and I love the crossroads. I'm down there all the time, especially right by Corvino. I yeah. never knew that place was there. I've been by that place. I've been across the street getting money out of an ATM yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Like I take birds across that from, from like grinders or parlor to up down. Like I've been down past Corvino so yeah, many times. Never knew that place was there. And then you took me. I was like, oh, whoa, what a dope little spot. <laughs> right? like, best burger in the city. It is. Is what it's you one of said. My favorite. It's one of my it's favorite. It's up there. Yeah. It was pretty good. No, it is. It was pretty damn good. I've always said that my two favorite burgers here in Kansas City are Corvino's and uh, Cafe Europa and Crestwood shops. Okay. Cafe Europa. Cafe Europa. Okay. Yeah. Very different burgers, but equally yummy. Yeah, you, you love food. 
You're, I do. You I do. love food. What are some? Uh, what are some good spots that you recommend? Oh, um, like what? Do you have a, a favorite cuisine? No, I like it all. Yeah. Um, I like all. You know, if you, if you're really going to be a foodie, as they say, you you should have a palate for everything. Right. Um, but my, I'm going to just spitfire a few of my favorites. Like there's Antler Room, Restaurant 1900, Corvino, Savoy, uh, Fox and Pearl. Um, gosh, there's so many. Um, These are all high, higher end. spots. <laughs> not one see, is go. like, you know, and you that's go. fine. I'm not making fun <laughs> of you. I'm just saying. These are like, um, you know, nicer. Okay, burritos la chiquita over in KCK. All right, well, Mexican taquerias don't count. <laughs> well, yes, they do. I mean, they do. That's uh, one of my favorites. Um, what else? Yeah, I mean, uh, several restaurants at the and parlor. I mean, you're big. You frequent parlor quite a bit. I love right? parlor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like those. Spots. Mother Clucker, love Mother Clucker. Yeah, I had him on the podcast. Yeah, he's yeah, great. He's great. His chicken's awesome. Yeah, I think he good. changed up his spicy. Uh, what the cluck? That's the spiciest one. I think he tweaked it because of me. Oh, really? Because I was like, man, man I. Oh, this ain't hot at all. Like when I ha- I can do some hot and it wasn't hot at all. It's like I would not call it. I was disappointed. So you look at you're an influencer. You influence him. Yeah, to, he's to, like, to yeah. He, he goes, I have heard that before. And then he hit me up. He's like, yo, I changed the recipe. Go try it now. <laughs> and now? And now that shit's got some heat. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's got some heat. What the cluck is pretty hot, but it's not like so hot that you, well. You feel uh, like going you, in and out as well? Uh, I don't really because I just I'm used to I eat hot stuff all the time. I love the hotter the better. So it was good, but you have to really like hot stuff. And you yeah. But it's yeah, it's good. It's definitely Which is why I'm on this podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. It's the hottest podcast Zinger. Zinger. in Kansas City. <laughs> it's the best podcast in Kansas City. But yeah, so I think I answered your question about how I became an influencer. I For mean, the most like, part, yeah, it just kind of happened. I yeah, I just really, it just really to... happened because it was not on my radar. I promise it was never on my radar. I, there's people out there that who are just striving to get, be an influencer and, and wanting to get that 10,000 followers. So they have the swipe up thing, which I I honestly could care less if I had the swipe up thing. But it's I good. don't think I will ever get anywhere near that, and I am fine with that. No, you will. It slowly happens. Yeah, you totally slowly have. I've been doing it for like three years. I'm like 1,700. Well, hell, I've been doing it for five. Right. And you have, what, 10,000? 13,000. 13, 13, See, yeah, exactly. 13.7 to be exact. Yeah. But it's taken me five years to do that. It's the people who have been doing it for a year that have – the same amount that I have or more 50 or hundred thousand that I'm like looking sideways. At. I was like, come on. So a lot of times. Yes. That shit's like, I, that yeah. stuff really annoys. It shouldn't, but it just annoys the fuck out of me because I was like, you're just, you're literally, you know, you're just, I've, I've used this word before. And I think the word fraudulence too harsh, but you're deceiving, mm-hmm. you're deceiving people. And I just, I can't deal with shit. What like do you think that. that's about? Is that just attention? <clears throat> Yeah, I think they just want they want that no, notoriety or whatever. Like, ha, I think you and I spoke about. Have you seen that Netflix documentary called uh, "Fake Famous"? Oh, you told me about that. Have I have not seen it? that yet. No, what? That I was know, your sorry. homework. I know. I completely forgot. L- listen, I get okay. drunk. <laughs> All right, I get drunk. You and I chop it up a little bit. I might have a drink or two too many. I can't remember everything. Okay, I'll text it to you, so you remember. I'm gonna text you every day. No. All I right, do it. No. I don't. I won't stop. I'll stalk you. That's fine. The, yeah, um, I know where I live. No, I do know where you live. I'm not afraid of stalker. I've been stalked before. Come on. The uh, 
but yeah, so there's people that just I don't know what it. I honestly I don't know. I don't know why they they do that. Um, the they just want I guess just to literally like that documentary. They just want to be fake famous. I guess. Okay. Um, you know, like I just there was one time. I still remember one time somebody asked me. It's like, why do you think? I mean, you're on social. There's there's people who have way more followers than you do, but when they're out and about, they don't. People don't know who they. People are. don't know who they are. Yes. Well, there you have it. It's because you have fake followers, and the majority of those followers live in Timbuktu. I mean, like literally. Yeah, they're like who Timbuktu, are those Taiwan. Right, yes. Exactly. <laughs> so for me, it's like one of the reasons I do, and I don't mean this in a in a in a. Uh, in, in any certain way, the reason people recognize because I'm real and I. Well, you're very active. Percentage. Yeah, I'm very you're active. Very active. So you're I'm, going to these yeah. foodie events, these drinking events. You're going out to all these establishments all the time. You're mingling. You're yeah. you're, you're that dude. You're that's, that dude that's like a the social butterfly. It's a networking thing for yeah. me too. It's business. <clears throat> it's networking. So okay. I, I'm old school. So it's I'm like I'm literally putting my feet to the pavement and working and meeting people. You're a hard worker. I guess so. Yeah, I try you are. to think so. I am. I do. I don't mean just a, a, a influencer or whatever that yeah. bullshit. You're just a hardworking guy in general. I you, do like. I, I have issues just staying still, so I have to keep going. I mean, I, I'm one of those people, but I. I, I, I but that. I also love it. I love interacting with people. I feed off them, and there are times that I do like. Oh my god, I I need to stop. <laughs> I need to take a, you know, just relax for a bit and then go back. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's how you get your name out. That's how you get your face out. If you're an influencer, a, 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 if you want to be, if, if that's what you're striving to be, you need to get out there and do it. You can't just sit on your couch and fucking work your thumbs and, and buy fucking followers and grow. That's not how you get, that's not how you meet people. You can't just like and comment on other no, posts. No, you can't just sit on you your couch out and there. eat your bonbons and no, that's not. Okay. You got to get out there. I got to get out there more. You get out there. I do. Yeah, you do. But I'm not like, uh, I'm not as like, I'm not a big social butterfly kind of guy. Like, I don't necessarily have that muscle. I'll do it if I'm thrust upon it. Like, I can do it, but it's not, it doesn't come natural to me. No. So, like, when I do go out, <clears throat> I'm not like typically mingling around all the time. Oh, oh come on, right? I've seen you. You've been out a couple of events with me, and you get out there and you, and you mingle. If you I'm thrust that. upon it, yeah, a little bit, yeah. You love that word thrust. You said it three times already. Listen, <laughs> I just had a threesome the other night. It's on my mind. Okay, see, see, see. All right. Back to me, Ryan. Back to me. <laughs> talk about your threesomes later. <laughs> and we're talking about threesomes. You know, I've only had one threesome my whole life. Okay. TMI, people. How was yes, it? it How was it? It was awkward. What kind of threesome was it? It was a little awkward. What kind? Uh, two guys and a girl. Okay. Yeah. An MFM. Yes. Oh, there you go. See, I don't know. I don't know those abbreviations. <clears throat> or maybe but, yeah. with you it was an MMF. Yeah, yeah. Going so all the way. Was, uh, all the it was. It was awkward but interesting. Why was it awkward? It just was. It's your first. It was my first one. Okay. And one, so. First and only. Do you remember your first one? Was it awkward? <clears throat> and we were and we were all three sober too. So. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 yes, exactly. So I could get it. Like if you've been drinking, but. No, when you're sober, I was like, yeah, I, I need to be drunk for this. Yeah. Well. I didn't know you were supposed to do it sober. You didn't know you were supposed to do it sober? <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting. So. Dude, I like doing it sober. I'll do anything. Yeah, I like sober. Come on. You're really into it. You can really, well, you know. Anyways, back to what were we talking about? Threesomes. <laughs> How'd you forget so fast? <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
influencing, baby. Oh, yeah. All the food. We so we were, we went from some food, some hamburgers, and different. Influencing as far as influencing, and then foot, feet to the ground, like getting out there to yeah, influence. Like you got to get out there if you want to be a real influencer. You got to get out there and network and meet meet these meet these owners of these restaurants, these chefs. Meet the owners of these retail businesses that are especially if you're local. Those are the people who you should be reaching out to. Um, and when I say reaching out, I say reaching and just getting to know them. I'm not saying go out there and pitch yourself. Like influencers right, right. pitch themselves. I can honestly say. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. I can honestly say that I, and this is not me thinking I'm better than anybody else, but I have never pitched myself to anybody. Usually I'm approached, hey, we'd love to work with you. Right. Because I go back to the thing that I not, I'm not an influencer. Mm-hmm. I am, but I'm not. That's I'm how I am. an interior yeah. designer. Yeah. That is what I do. So, and it's, it's, it's weird after five years into this, I still get pegged an influencer. And I'm not complaining. Don't get me wrong. I've no, met he some... likes to get pegged. <laughs> I've never I, I it's opened up some it's been it's opened up some amazing doors. I've met some wonderful people. Right. Uh, and that's that's the whole thing of it. I love that. But I'm I was going to be an interior designer. I mean, ten years from now, who knows where the influencing business is going to go. It it can disappear. Right. That's the scary thing about it. Yeah. Right? And interior design, everybody always needs an interior designer. And that's what I truly, I, I've said this a few times already. That's really what I'm that's really what, passionate right, about. Right, right. Commercial and residential. <laughs> and um, gosh, what's in this drink, Ryan? It's just, uh, so we got uh, Of the Earth, Farm and Distillery, Raspberry Liqueur. We got Fresh Squeeze, squeeze Line from Sponsored. the, yeah, I know. I'm going to tell them. <laughs> Plugging. I don't get money from anybody. Oh, no. He's not sponsored. Come on, Patreon. Somebody out, there, somebody out there needs to sponsor this man. Come on. Got sponsor me, baby. I'll, I'll, he loves you know, to I'm drink. cheap. He loves to drink pink drinks. I do love pink drinks. <laughs> Mentioning the, I am working on a new series coming out very soon that you can find, will be able to find probably on YouTube where I go around doing my pink drink. Pink yeah. drink episodes. Pink drink chronicles. I don't even have a name for this thing go. yet. Pink drink chronicles isn't a bad name. And it's where I'm going to different places in Kansas City and trying pink drinks, but also showcasing different restaurants and different uh, activities and, and, and things like that. Uh, networking, right? I networking. guess it is networking. but yes, of course. Yeah, I got to see. I got an episode with that Taps on Main, Pokesan, The Phoenix, John's Big Deck, Thai Spice. Hey, I got some good ones coming. Hey, introduce me to John. Who's John? I'm kidding. Yeah. Hey, uh, and also, you know, even, even Trojan XL should sponsor you. Right? No, I don't wear condoms. <laughs> don't believe in them. Don't believe in STDs. They're not real. Oh my they God. don't exist. And I'm an anti-vaxxer. No, I'm just kidding, no. guys. I'm just fucking oh, around. No. <laughs> He's kidding. No, He's kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I use rubbers. He does. He uses Trojan XL from what I hear, ladies. So, yeah. It's true, ladies. Yeah. Hit me up. Neanderthal Pod on Instagram. Slide in these DMs. One of these days, if I get a sneak peek, I'll tell you. I'll verify. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know what we're talking how, about. How are we going to get that? I don't know. Move on. Let's move no, on. No, no, no. Move on. Charles, move us on. Uh, next subject. Next subject, Ryan. You're blushing over there. I'm, I'm <laughs> just fine. No, what's wrong? He's sweating. What's, what's wrong, Josh? One hey, dapper I'm shy. Latino. I'm a shy guy. Yeah, right. Guy. So, yes. Are we done with the influencer aspect of this? Or? Yeah, we are. We okay, are done good. with the influencer aspect. Um and the interior design is clearly where your passion is. Yeah, interior design. And like I said, and I actually base my business off interior design, fashion, and food. So actually food and even fashion. comes at, Yeah, fashion. Food comes at the end for me because I'm... Okay. Um, everybody likes to eat, but I've always been a little bit of a, you know, I I think I have a little bit of a nice sense of style, and um, which is, you know, 
part of who I am for sure. Uh, I've always enjoyed it. Um, I like mixing both. I like to be fluid. That's the word nowadays. I don't know how to be stylistic. <clears throat> I don't. I wish any. I again. I don't have that. That eye. Yeah. It's just something. That's why I'm. T- I keep telling you. It's like I want you to come hey, dapper I, me I, up. I, I, I totally would. But you know, I already gave you the one caveat. Caveat is that I'd have to just like undress you and dress you, and so that's as long as you. I mean, listen, I'm that, wearing my boxer that's... briefs. It'd be like I'm going to the beach. You said you were usually commando. So, yeah. <clears throat> Not if I'm getting changed and wearing strange clothing. I don't know how many right. how many, no, how many dick right. and balls have been in these pants. <laughs> that's true. Absolutely. Okay. But uh, yeah, so that's something that I uh, again that goes back to also like for, I'll just for example Peter Peter Grimm hats. I mean they that's that's a fashion standpoint. It's a fashion. Article. That's a name. People a are hat. like, oh shit, Peter Grimm. Yeah, that's his hats. Um, you know, those are you know it, it's part of fashion. So for me, I like to I like to dress up. You know. Uh, uh, I would I, like to dress up if I if I could have. Well, well hey, also, case it does take money, a little bit of money. Like it I, I buy what I can afford. Like, yeah. but I would like you know. Sometimes I get a little nicer dressed up. I'm like, ah, oh, this does feel good. I wish I could do this more. You, you know, know, right? Like right now, that with the shirt you have on and just a nice crisp jeans and a nice boot, I think you look casual and chic at the same time. Okay, with your hair just a little. Like right now, like you literally just look like you just got out of bed. Oh, I basically, so, you know, basically. Come did. on, it's this is a, how you received me. Listen, it's been a rough morning. It's my morning. This was an unconventional morning. Yeah, so no, I won't hold it against you because I've seen this guy dress up and it looks, he looks, he looks pretty well put together. I look like I just woke up and I still look fine. No, that's true. I'm you not look, like. Come you, on, you have the face for radio. <laughs> Charles, turn this fucking thing off. <laughs> no, ladies, ladies, and some of you gentlemen. Yeah, this guy is is extremely attractive. Thank you. All right, back to the lo- back to off the love fest. Um, but yeah, so in interior design is what I um, that and fashion. Fashion, yeah, those are the, my two top two, and then food. So speaking of fashion, sure. this will remind me of the first time I did actually physically meet you because so oh, after the love bomb on the Instagram, right. Uh, we start following each other. I'm like, oh, dude, I actually would really like to have you on the podcast. I'm not, like I said, I've known about you for a couple of years and haven't asked you because I don't, I'm not that guy that I'm not a clout chaser. I yeah. just want people that I think I can, I want, no, I just want people I think I can get on the podcast that I'm interested in talking to. And you didn't like me. You didn't it wasn't that. It was just like, I don't know that this guy's. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know. You this, can say it. this guy's gonna be, be no oh, too big. I think this guy might be oh, too big please. for me. No, because you were all, you're in the pitch, Casey magazines every year, winning best Instagram Only influencer once. or best once. fashion per whatever. Once. You win shit in there, <laughs> or you're nominated all the time. Whatever, yeah. like you're known, like you're hanging out with Molly Balloons and all these other people. <laughs> like you know, it's you got a cool little thing going. No. I was like, ah, because I've asked some of those people on, and they've you know, well, shame on them, declined. And so I just was like, eh. But then I took that opportunity when you hit me up. Yeah, I'd love to have you on the wait, podcast. Wait, rewind. You hit me up. I liked your stuff. Then you hit me up. No, no, no. If you like oh. somebody, on, if you like somebody's <laughs> thirty set, like I know what that is. You I'm think fishy. I ain't gone to some little dime piece chick that I'm like, oh, let me just throw. I don't go thirty seven. That's a little stalker. Is crazy. Like you can't, you can't do that okay. to a woman. Okay. Guy, you can do that to. We're, we're gonna be all right with it. But a woman, you, I'll do like four. Four or five. I'm like, God, that seems excessive. But and, uh, you I know. was bored, right? I was bored. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and so after that, I was like, Yeah, I want to get you on the podcast. She's like, okay, great. And then so I scheduled this. 
couple months ago. Yes, like, by the way, it took him two a couple of months to get me on here. So that's how busy this man is. And uh, yes, busy, busy. <laughs> and you're like, well, let's meet up for a drink or something beforehand. I'm like, all right, cool. Oh, yeah. And you go, uh, meet me, whatever, search and such day at Monarch Bar. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. I've heard of that place. I can't wait to go. I didn't research nothing. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, so I'll meet you there, whatever, Tuesday night or something, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And I just wore, I wore not, almost like this, but not even as nice as what I got on now. Yeah, I had khakis. some, had I had some shitty khakis and like a t-shirt. Oh. And I walk into this place and it's like, if you ever, you know, watch those movies where it's like an all black establishment, they're playing jazz or whatever. And then a white couple walks in, the record stops, everybody stops and looks. What are these two people doing here? That's what Monarch did. I walked in there, this whole bar full of just dime pieces all dressed to the nines they turn around and looked at me and was like huh i was like hey what's up everybody oh where's josh (laughs) (laughs) i'm here to see this dude let's fucking go i went down i sat you know and he he came saw me and then and i sit down and i'm complete i stick out like a sore thumb because there was like he set me up he set me up the monarch place you people is this place on the plaza it's crazy crazy bougie and then there was like some modeling event that happened to be going there yes. like an app modeling after party yeah. so it's all these people that are dressed to the nines like super nice there's yeah. models there and i'm there looking like a sore thumb no, no, you, you looked great Come i look fine it was fine i, I held it right I, like i'm yeah. confident i don't need to look confidence. like you no. people i just need to be you myself people? you people yeah yeah you yeah. fancy people <laughs> you fancy people all dressed to the nines Please, I think I had a t-shirt too. And this guy, and then I sit down to the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. This chick looked like Jasmine on on, on Aladdin. Hannah, Hannah and her amazingly handsome brother that looked like a really tall, awesome, unique prince. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Oh, my God. And they were just the nicest, coolest people. And and I I met some cool – it was a very, very – fun interesting brand that was a brand new experience for me i've never been in that kind of atmosphere like a like a bougie place like that dressed down with all of these model people and like i've never been in that but it was so fun and i got to meet curtis and go back to the parlor that little room in there with and you know try some scotch inside the bar oh my gosh so back to uh to hannah and uh kamal Yes, beautiful, wonderful people. Um, this past weekend, just a little plug for them, which I love the place. Have you heard of ba- uh, Baba's Pantry? They were telling me about it. Yes, that's their parents. That's their dad's place. It's amazing. But yeah, so I, I did I did intentionally set you up that day. Uh, you did or didn't? I did not. Okay. But then when you, when I looked back, I was like, God, I guess I could have given him a heads up. Yeah, you I, think? <laughs> so <laughs> you so think? This, was, this was the Model Boards event. It was called Fashion Mingle, which is owned and operated by Noel Manica, whose husband owns the Monarch Bar, uh, Verdigree, and Mercury Room. So they uh, so it's a it's a monthly event. Uh, anybody models, photographers, influencers, podcasters, anybody can go to those events. It's once a month. So, but yes, it is. You know, it's a little bit dressy. You kind of you're there to you're there to mingle and network and socialize. Models want to meet photographers. Photographers want to meet uh, models and vice versa. People want to you know get their names out. So that's where like even people like you come into hand. Like. Hey, you oh, I did some podcast? networking. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. So that's what it is. Again, it's about networking. I'm a firm believer in networking because if you don't network, people don't know who the fuck you are. I mean, right. unless you're a celebrity and it, even to, even then, sometimes it's hard to, you know, you, you can't. You have to 
I always say that you have to put the fucking work into it. You, you can't do. Just, you can't just sit back and relax and expect people just to. You're not that interesting. Like I don't think I'm that interesting. No, you're not. Unless, <laughs> right. I just. <laughs> but like even celebrities. I mean, they unless you're a celebrity. Yeah. I mean, yeah, which is funny. <laughs> Because uh, so then you invited me to another. I do really feel like uh, oh shit. Uh, what's that chick saying? A pretty woman, Cindy Crawford, or whatever. Is that who? Uh, that, Julia uh, Roberts. Julia Ro- I feel like Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman with you sometimes. Really? <laughs> like he's taking all these experiences, bougie experiences. I'm like, look, I'm not sleeping hey, with that guy. Easy, Ryan. Right. People are gonna start thinking you're gay for pay. You know. Well. He's not that expensive. He's not that expensive, guys. I'm really not. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, uh, so yes, I did. Uh, so no, you took me to this one foodie event, invited me to it, and I showed up there, and everybody knew who you were. People were mingling with you and chatting up with you the most, the most kind of excited to talk to you. The farmer's market. Uh, the farmer. Uh, farm, oh my God. The farmhouse. farmhouse. And the river market. The yes. farmhouse. Oh, wonderful food. Uh, go check out the yeah. corned beef and hash. It's Hugh Jackman's <laughs> exactly. favorite or some shit like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but there were a couple tv anchors there or news person uh tv news personalities there i didn't know who the hell they were and no one else like paid one thing they looked boring as all hell could possibly be they barely looked like they even wanted to be there it's like what are you doing here new get that sour look off your face who are you come on let's have fun enjoy the time nobody said anything to them and then they just disappeared and those were who i would think would be local celebrities i mean they're on tv every day exactly but no people are like eh Bill Hurlbrink or whatever, his, whoever it was, was like, eh. I mean, they're fine. I'm not knocking you know him. him. I don't know him. I know yeah. of him because oh. he's uh, on TV. Yeah. But, was like, but everyone wants, everybody wants the dapper. Oh, no. Hardly, but kind of. <laughs> so, yes, that was a, um, but did you enjoy yourself? Right? Dude, I have enjoyed myself every time we've hung out because it's always been a new experience. That's a whole different isn't that what life is about? A, yeah, it is. Life is about I, learning and experience. If you stop, when, the day you stop learning any experience, you might as well just be six feet under the ground. Right. Like, I'm constantly still always learning. Like I'm not on any standpoint, on any business aspect of my life, whether it's interior design or influencing. I'm always, I am. I'm not a reader, but I do research. So mm-hmm. I, I'll read things. I'll I because I want to keep current. I mean, like it's even on influencing standpoint, any kind of business, you have to stay current because. There's always going to be, I was, I still remember a good friend of mine told me years ago, Josh, there's always going to be somebody hotter, younger, and with more money right behind you. So you either Isn't that have where to, you want them? <laughs> good question. Wow, Ryan, touche. He's a comedian. He's here all week, right? Yeah. <laughs> so the, but. So for me, that's always resonated with me because I always want to stay current. I mean, like even in interior design, like I still have a lot to learn. Am I like the most educated, most experienced interior designer? I am not. Am I the most experienced influencer? I am not. Am I? It's just, but you, I don't think anybody is. I think, again, I always think of this. If you, if you think you are, then you might as well just quit. <clears throat> yeah, just quit. Quit. I've done it. I've mastered it. I'm done. Yeah, I've mastered it. Just do it. But like, so I'm always constantly learning and that's, I think that's why it's part of my, my, um, je ne sais quoi is that I, I want that find me, people might find me semi-interesting is because I do, I try to think outside the box mm-hmm. and, and always, you always have to be out there though. So I always try to, I always learn, always there, always happy to learn anything. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a big reason why I do this podcast. Like one of my 
mottos surrounding the podcast is I always want to either be laughing or learning. Right. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, I just, I want, like, I'm not a huge reader, but I do like to read, but I'm interested in so many subjects and the 150 something episodes I've, I've been able to dive in so many different ones and learn about so much different shit. And it's just been, it's been incredible. I love, yeah. I just love that. I love yeah. learning and laughing. Yeah, I don't, the people that don't want to learn, I'm, I don't. <clears throat> I know they're out there. They're out there all over the place. You see them in Walmart, but you just <laughs> see like, what the hell are you doing all day? You just want to sit and watch trash TV and and uh, nothing wrong with that. All day? <laughs> no, not. It's all, all right day. to watch trash TV. I watch trash. <laughs> listen, listen. I watch some trash TV. I mean, I do watch more trash TV during the winter. I guess when you're kind of hibernating. So yeah, I will admit I do. <laughs> so, um, so as I, I'm not even going to go as as an influencer. We don't have to go down that that route anymore. But as someone who was is active on with with promoting food and business and fashion and things, how was the last year of COVID? Did that affect anything at all? Like, did you go out less or not do as much? Po- like, what what was the that last COVID year like? For I that did kind go, of stuff? I did go out less. Of course, I you know I lost business i think a lot of business lost business i mean which is normal i i it was fine i mean that's what happened that i i went out less although some people were like at some point were even calling me a super spreader because i'd still go out i mean like but i'd i'd be cautious it's not like i was out every fucking if they're gonna day. allow it yeah yeah if people are allowed i mean you have to just even if i went from my house to go jog outside loose park that was considered like reckless i was like how is that reckless like people I'm don't not around understand people. Yes. yeah there's, there's, so there's, si- there's, there's, you gotta, there's so much science that people ignore exactly and there's just so much like people just take things to the extreme i mean I, i'm one of those people sometimes as well but it was just like yes did i go out yeah i did um uh even when i did contract covid like i stayed home i mean it's not like i was out there purposely spreading it around right. i mean like this is people just but no it did affect me to the point where i was uh, because it was, I can hibernate during the winter, but this was like literally hibernating for a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it was just kind of like a lockdown. I mean, it was a lockdown. So it was, it was a little, it did fuck with my mind for a bit. I think a, like a lot of people, I mean, that's, it's, it's. Well, rec- especially for someone like you who get, who, who uh, you I know, thrive off, the words. Yeah. I thrive okay. Off people. You thrive I mean, off I'm, that I'm, energy. Like meeting I'm an people. empath. Yeah. I am an empath. Okay. I a hundred percent. When I learned what that word was, I was like, holy shit, that's what I am. Oh, nice. So there's two words that I learned in the last last year with COVID. I was like, I learned uh, um, pansexual and empath. So I okay. I'm a pansexual empath. I learned to no know for the first time. <laughs> you heard what? No for the first time. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no is no, Ryan. Not maybe. It means no. Yes, I know. So the um um. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, so it did affect me mentally, uh, physically. You know, I think we you know, even, you know, packed on those 15 quarantine, those COVID pounds, mm-hmm. 15 COVID pounds. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like everybody else. It, it affected me emotionally, mentally, financially. Um, but, hey, we're, we're here again. We're um, here again, and that's what kind of why I brought that up is I'm – I wasn't really going to go out and do stuff today. I was going to kind of take it easy. But then I realized tomorrow the mask mandate starts. Yeah. And I'm just kind of curious. I mean, this is how it started last time. They start taking little steps. Are we going to get back into a lockdown where shit shit closes down again? Like, we, we don't know. 
And so like I, tonight might be the one last night where everyone's going to go out and have a good time and be like, God damn it, we got to go back to this mask bullshit again. And and my biggest concern is I didn't uh, I didn't let it affect me as much as it did other people. I was going out all the time. I was still taking trips. I took advantage of the lockdown and quarantine because there were still things you could do, and it was just with less people. So and you were a super spreader. You were the super spreader. <laughs> let me tell you something. I, <laughs> I am. Let me tell you something. This will this will get me canceled real quick. I thought I had COVID. I was I planned a trip to fly to Colorado last. Uh, I think it was September. Yeah, and I thought I had COVID before I left. Like a few days, like. Four or five days before I left, I got super sick. I was like, oh, my God, this sucks. I got to go get tested. Went and got tested, came back negative. I was like, oh, I just got whatever, some other weird bug or something, I guess. And it didn't last long. Well, you don't wear condoms, so yeah, go ahead. Well, I mean, this was – my dick was just fine. <laughs> okay. Never been issue there. And uh, so I was like, well, I'm going to my trip then. I don't have to quarantine. I just don't have it. So I joke around that I think I got a false negative and went anyways. And here I am going into multiple airports. I am the super spreader. <laughs> but wearing a mask, right? You'd be responsible. I wore a bandana. Oh, okay. That works. Which, it doesn't work. None of them work. The only mask. <laughs> listen, people, you can hate me and fight me all you want. But the science says these masks do not work. The only masks that properly are going to work N95. are the N95s properly fitted. No. The other, the, the bandanas don't work, the regular mask. Come on, man. That's no. just not, I mean, whatever. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's theater at this point. I think we all just do it to make, I only wore a mask so people didn't think I was an asshole. Yeah. And people still think you're an asshole. Yeah, I am very misunderstood. I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> He's misunderstood. I yes, am. He is. He I is. tell people all the time, I am misunderstood. I am, I'm a really nice guy. I am a nice guy. I want people to succeed. I want people to be happy. I want people to have great lives. I'm a very nice guy. But, you know, I can be, I can take my joking a little too hard or serious or, or mess with people a bit too much, but I never mean it. And it's never it's mean. It's never malicious. Mean. It's right? never, eh, almost never malicious. Almost. Sometimes it can be because I can be good at that if you piss me off. Don't piss me <laughs> off now. You know what I mean? I, I'm a typical Scorpio, is what I've been told. Yeah. But. But I am a nice guy. I am misunderstood because sometimes take people take my bluntness as like being a dick. I'm like, eh, not even. No, I, and I totally get that because like I, said, I can be very, how can I put it, flirty, but in, in a in a uh, in a smart ass kind of way. Mm -hmm. And people think it's like they don't know how to read me. I'm I'm an easy read, but there's times that I'll say something. I was like, uh, what? But uh, it's never malicious. It's never that I can say for me. I'm never malicious about anything unless you really have pissed me off at one point in life and never really apologize for it. And then I'm pretty much just <laughs> so not that I'm vindictive. That's or, what uh, I'm like. Just apologize. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I will. Grudge, but I will kind of like give you a little ja job here and there. Oh, yeah. And then call it even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <"I'm> good. <laughs> We're good. So I guess that's the Taurus in me, if we're speaking yeah. um, Zodiacs. Apparently, I think that I'm told that's why you and I stubborn. get along so well. Oh, really? It's because I'm a Scorpio and you're a Taurus, and apparently we play well together. Yeah. 
on your gay for pay. Gosh, it's perfect. I mean, <laughs> Charles, what's your? Uh, we've had, like I said, we had, we did have this discussion, and, I, and 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 it went to like at first because I I did want to think about this because everyone does have a number. I don't care how straight oh, you are, you have a number. Wait, right? Am I your first gay uh, guest? Uh, no, no, I okay. think uh, Pirate Spoonberger was. What? He's not gay. He's not. Zaid? No. Oh. I'm going to have to no. edit that out. No. Yes, please. Zaid is not gay. Okay, he's just an uh -uh. asshole. <laughs> All right, so what was the question? I don't know. I, did this, but I don't know. Something about um, <laughs> uh, everybody has a number. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, we were talking about gay for pay for your number. And uh, everyone's got one. Don't lie. Charles over here will say he doesn't. But he fucking does, man. I'm telling you, someone can make you a millionaire. You're not taking taking something. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Listen. And so my mine was like, well, I would be money. Like, I, I can't. I wouldn't put a number on it. Because, like, if I said, oh, I, we, I made the joke of a million dollars. Like, what, what, what person thinks their asshole is worth a million dollars, first of all? Like, you think you're that good? You think that great? A million dollars? But then I was like, well, wait a minute. If you did say a million... Then some easy, like some billionaire dude, that a million ain't shit to him. That's a drop in the bucket. He's like, yeah. Like, no, I want to make Trump. So what I want to do. Right, exactly. <laughs> so what I want to do. <laughs> would you fuck Donald Trump? No. Why? Not even for Why? I, I just, he has small hands. I don't think he does. I think that's uh, misinformation. No, he has small hands. I've seen it. I think he's got a big dick. No. Big orange dick. I think no. he looks like a big he's old He's compensating. <laughs> that person yeah. is compensating for a small dick. Probably. So yes, anyways. you wouldn't do it. I would not. I don't care how rich she. I Just know. for the story, and it's like, no. oh, Donald Trump. <laughs> you have to be attracted to the person. Some a little right. bit attracted to it. Come on, I would not. Okay. Uh, Tom Ford, Anderson Cooper, right there. Done. Okay. I don't know who Tom Ford is. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> You're a straight man. I don't know. Who you're, I know. I know Anderson Cooper. Yes. Um. So what I my my so number so my wait, number so your is your number is a million dollars and you no. bottom or top. I, I didn't. Oh. I, we'd have to talk. You said asshole. You talked asshole. I was like, we'd have to you, talk. So you think your your ass is worth a million dollars? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> did, Charles, did he not say that? No, I said some people do, and I think oh, that's ridiculous. That's right, that's right. You some think your asshole's worth a million dollars? No way. Okay. But then, well, hold on, because okay. I'll say yes and no okay. at the same time. Okay. I don't necessarily think it's worth a million dollars, but if I were to do that, or if someone were to do that, the, here's what you need to do. This is the philosophy. I, I've thought about this a lot, Josh. I really have thought about this. <laughs> It can't be a number. It has to be something that's going to hurt you financially because it's going to hurt me physically and emotionally. Oh, it's not going to hurt you physically. Uh, it could. <laughs> oh, it could. I don't know what kind of giant hog this mil billionaire is going to try and stick in my sweet little cornhole. I have no idea. But if it's really big, it's going to hurt. I don't know. I've never, even had, a little a, bit. I've never even had a finger up there. Like, you know, this is virgin territory for real. So <laughs> what it is, it's not money. It's a percentage of your income. How much money do you make? And I'm taking a percentage of that. And I want that percentage. I want you to feel that percentage. It doesn't necessarily have to hurt you, but I want you. It, 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 you had to feel it. Because if I go out and I were to do something that's going to be a crazy new experience type fun type thing that I'm going to pay for, I'm going to have to pay a premium and it's going to hit my wallet. If you're some billionaire, millionaire, and you just like getting off on straight dudes that you want to pay off to bang it's going to hurt you a little bit financially you're going to you're going to feel it you're going to feel a little dent in your wallet whatever that is 
So yeah, if it's if you're a billionaire, look, man, you gotta pay to let Hertz a little, and it might be a billion bucks. I might have a billion dollar asshole, Josh. I don't know. It just depends on percentage of this person that's trying to pay me these uh, percentage. And then I'm not going low, though. You can't be some dude that's living in Section 8 housing. Yo, it would hurt me if it was $20. And it really would. I'm like, uh-uh. I ain't going there. No. <laughs> okay. Boy, I, Charles, I, feel, I don't know about you, but Ronnie's put a lot of thought into this. A lot. I, uh, well, that should tell you. <laughs> right. And also from that whole, that, that whole spill you just said, you kept talking about your ass. So I guess you're like. A bottom. I just assume that's what we want to be paid for. That's the most expensive thing. That's the most expensive thing. Like no, we can go a la carte. No, no, I'll price no. different things out. Wait, hey, if you want me to top you, I'm yeah, sure we'll just price that a little bit so lower. So top would be cheaper. Oh, way cheaper. <laughs> ah, yeah, way cheaper. Oh, yeah. It's not even going to hurt your wallet that much. It'll barely dent it. I mean, you'll notice a little. You'll notice you went out for like a fancy dinner or something. But, you know. <laughs> All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, but you were more inclined on the bottomy aspect, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have thought about this a lot, you know? Because that's how much I hate my job. Get me out of my and job. And also, you have two college tuitions to pay for. Right? <laughs> Those idiots can't, aren't going to be smart enough for college. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you don't mean that. I do not mean that. My son is ridiculously smart, and my daughter is pretty. Oh, God. <laughs> they take after their daddy. Yes, they do. They both do. Smart and pretty. Smart and pretty. Yeah, because you guys should see his lips. His lips are so pretty. They are, and you can find them. You can start paying. You can pay to see them on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Neanderthalk Podcast. I do have a Neanderthalk Podcast. I, I think I don't know. I do have an OnlyFans. Oh, it is Neander. I think it's Neanderthalk Podcast, but I have nothing on it yet. 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 Keyword yet. yet. Yeah, I have I have toyed around with the idea. I had an OnlyFans girl on my podcast. Oh, I've had her on a couple times, and oh, a was, couple. How do you get on here a couple of times? What do you have to do? I just have to like you, oh. and you just have to want to be on. So tell me about this OnlyFans. Um, oh. Well, she came on, and she was like, "You sh- actually really could do it, and should do it." She's like, "I know this guy." I told you that too. She goes, "I know." That. I just feel like people are joking, but like, she's like, "I know this guy that does it." He doesn't even show his face. He's just jerking off and making a lot of money. I was like, <laughs> dude, I was like, yo, if I can make even more money, I'll show my face. It's just jerking off. Like, I don't no. care. It's going to be all dudes watching it, but I don't care. Hey, that ain't gay for pay. That's masturbating for pay. I don't care who's and those watching. Those are the ones who are paying, too. The yeah. women aren't going to pay for that. Of course not. I understand that. <laughs> women are not going to pay for that. Right. Of course not. I it's understand. Us, it's us, um, our, us gay men. Why don't I do that? I say that to women all the time. I was like, if I was a hot chick, you know how easy it would be to just go on there and do whatever on there and make easy money. I guess I probably theoretically could make some kind of extra income. Charles, do you want to be my cameraman? No, no. <laughs> I will. I'll I need different it. angles. I I'll bet volunteer. you will. Not listen. <laughs> I'll volunteer. Listen, I, sh- I wouldn't even charge I, you. Uh, you know what? You're going to show me your bank statement, and we're going to go a percentage off that, and we'll see. <laughs> Just the video? Come on. Oh, Ryan. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. <clears throat> so I am the... Do you have to get out of here? I saw you look at your phone. I no, didn't know no, if that no. was a Instagram looking thing, like I have to look at it all the time, or if that was you have to get out of here. No, time. no. I'm curious how long this... Because it seems like we've... Talked like for 30 minutes, but it's right. been, and it feels good. I like this. Okay, good. 
Uh, I distracted myself on where I was going with it because I did have a good segue. On what? On your? On where we're we gonna go? We we're talking about OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, podcast, podcast. Oh, yeah. So this is a third podcast you've been on. Yes, my third one. The Seraphine podcast, and she was my second. Yes, Seraphine. Right. And my first podcast was uh, Thoroughcast uh, with Andy and Corey. Huh. You they, don't say. They popped my cherry. They yeah. popped your cherry. Yeah. Was it good? Uh, excellent. Because there was two of them. <laughs> yes, exactly. So yeah, love those guys. They're nice guys. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> what? Anyone can anyone can act nice. Oh. Let me tell you something. That Andy's a piece of shit. What? He is. He's a. He's a. He's a piece of shit. I'll tell you what. Mm. This guy, he ain't with his girl anymore, is he? Uh, he has somebody. Yes. Is it a different one? Uh, uh, from when I met, yes. Yeah, I bet it is. Yeah. He's a dirtbag. Let me tell you. So I was on his podcast as well. Oh, really? I was. You won't find it. Oh, I think he took all. Did he take all of his podcasts down? I believe he started a new one. So okay. Thoroughcast is no longer. So Thoroughcast he had, and I was—I think I was the only episode he deleted and took off. This guy can't take a joke. So I made some kind of joke when Kobe died, and he was like super sensitive about it and started calling me a piece of shit and an asshole. I was like, get over it; it's a joke. And then this dude went to I. So I had a, and he knew this because I got in, involved with it on the on his podcast after the podcast. I was going through some issues with an ex-girlfriend of mine. Uh, I pressed charges on her. Uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy. She was harassing that. I pressed five different charges on her, and it was just a crazy. It was a crazy breakup. Like one of those, you know, one of those breakups. The chick tried to get me fired from my job. She tried calling the cops on me. She, all kinds of crazy shit. I tell them that, and then after the Kobe joke that I made, and he got all butt hurt about for some strange reason. He calls her up and is like, hey, do you want to come on my podcast and talk shit about Ryan? I was like, are you fine? And she told me that because we were, we, you know, we, we patched over our stuff for a little bit and then we're cool again. And she's like, yeah, they, they hit me up and we're all trying to, I was like, dude, this dude's first like was a complete dick and pricked me about my <clears throat> stupid joke. And then deletes the, deletes our episode because of it and then hits up. The ex-girlfriend I had a crazy breakup with so he could get some, like, toxic content. So, that, I don't need a single comment from you, Josh. <laughs> I was about to say. I don't need a single okay. thing from you to say. No, I was like, because, let's and, talk about something more. We will talk about something else, but I just want to bring that up. Okay. Um, it's your podcast. And like you can, <laughs> and, and I don't, I, I still like you. I don't care. You can be no. friendly. Yeah, they're, I'm sure they're, I'm sure he's fine, but that's. I'm not surprised. Hey, Ryan, I'm sure there's, you're going to end up having somebody on this podcast that despises me. So, I mean, which is fine. Hey, uh, what, one thing I've heard in business is like if you haven't pissed off a couple of people in your lifetime, then you're doing something wrong. Yeah. If you don't so, have haters, you don't yeah, have something right. Exactly. So, yeah, I do have some haters, but so, there's some that I will call out and call their shit. I've got plenty of haters, but that's just one of them I'm going to call out because you're just not a good dude. Like when you do that kind of shit, like fuck you. That's all. Yeah. And I just want to bring that up officially on the podcast because, well, yeah, can you have done this on another podcast? Not yeah, mine. <laughs> and you can still like it. He's like, that dude ain't going to listen to this. He probably don't even know it's on. Mm. Well, if he's, yeah, he knows I'll be on here. Okay. Well, tell him I said hello. <laughs> and he's welcome on anytime. But no. So I he's mean, welcome like, you know, on anytime has, to apologize. You know, everybody to has me. different experiences, <laughs> different people. No, I mean, totally. Like, you know, and I don't care that, yeah. 
No, but I was that was my first podcast. It was a little bit it was nerve wracking for me, but the second and then with Seraphine was great. You know, she's very you know just like I mean, all three of y'all were very easy to talk to. All yeah. four of y'all because it was Corey. I enjoyed doing this podcast. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I, I enjoyed doing Throwcast, and I are, thought it was a yeah. good podcast. Yeah. It was different. They would they would play music while you yeah. were doing it. He had you would pick whatever playlist, and he would play music while you were playing, and it was. It was fine. It was good. So have you met Seraphine? I have not. Seraphine, great. I love her. She's great also. I mean, I love everybody. Let's be real. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, to an extent. I was going <laughs> to say, eh, yeah. not everybody. You've told me a couple off air. I can. No. <laughs> yeah. I do. I love everybody until the until they prove me wrong. Right. So that's how it is. Uh, but Seraphine's great. Um, she was, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, she also like you, just a nice, great studio. and. But yeah, you should... Um, you should guys should podcast together. I would love to. Yeah, I, think I would love. I I've had interesting. I've had multiple pod lo- other local podcasters on, and I th- I've only been on a couple. Like I don't get invited, or I don't know why. I'd love. I will do almost anybody's podcast in Kansas City. I love this. I love podcasting. You're I love. That easy. I, yeah, I love going on podcasts. I love it. I love talking to people. You know, like yeah, this is what I do. Yeah, you're easy. Right. Yeah, <laughs> just doesn't even know what to say. I am. I was like, yeah, it's like Seraphine. You, give you like food. Shot. Like if I say you, you like food. You'd be like, yeah, yeah. You're easy. Uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Duh. But yeah, Seraphine, give this give this guy a a, a shout. He'll, you guys should podcast together. Seraphine, anytime. I'll yeah. come on yours. You can come on mine. Whatever. Yeah. Let's do it. The um, uh, okay, off the. What were we, there was something else that we that you wanted to talk about. What was it? Yes, wolves. Because of your Instagram oh, yes. thing, you post this stuff about uh, about protecting wolves. Yeah. <clears throat> they don't need protection, my man. Why? Let me tell you something about these wolves. These wolves are badass. I'm a bow hunter. I'm a hunter. I love animals. I you probably think I don't. People, it's a it's a misconception that people who hunt don't care about animals that were just cold-hearted killers and very neanderthalers very much i respect and love animals to a to a level that non-hunters don't usually get to it's a high level of respect and love and i'll come what comes along with that is education and a lot of these groups that are trying to get you to not hunt and not participate in, in in certain activities like that they're not fully informed and they're very, they're based on emotions and not science. Wolves are badass. They're beautiful. They're just gorgeous animals. We almost extradited them. We almost extradited them in America a long time ago. They were almost extinct. We tried getting rid of coyotes too. Coyotes are even badasser. Those are bad. You, coyotes cannot be, ever, you will never make a coyote go extinct unless there's like a, a, an extinction event, like a meteor, but humans and predators cannot t- ever make coyotes extent. Why is that? They're so <laughs> fucking smart. And if you start killing them, the, the baby, they, the females start having more pups. So their litters get bigger and they're not, they're very smart. They're hmm. smarter. Coyotes. Coyotes. Wolves are kind of dumb. Like the way they, they were getting them back in the day, a lot of the times like poison was one. Another one, they take like razor blades and put blood on it, and a and a wolf will just lick it until you start licking it, and it's just oh, it tastes more blood, and it's and its own blood from its tongue, it'll end up dying like that. Uh, people have done some horrific acts trying to get rid of some of these animals. 
Well, now we've gotten to a point where science has, has deemed how many predators like that should be allowed on a certain landscape. Because if you get wolf packs too big, they start decimating deer population, elk population, moose population, whatever is in that area. They'll take over and just start decimating the population out there. And there's a certain amount of number that these researchers, uh, these scientists, game wardens and stuff, they, they, can, they say this is about X amount of numbers. We can sustain this many. But once it gets more, we have to start taking care of We have to start killing some of them. We just have to. They start coming out. Of, out they just get out of control. And when you get states like Colorado, I think Colorado recently had them introduced, and they said, we're, we're going to introduce them, but when it gets to a certain point, then we will start killing them. Well, they got to that certain point. And then advocates and, and animal rights activists said, no, you can't be doing this. And so they started getting more. And there's different areas. Uh, I'm from Michigan. You can't find a deer in, Mich in upper Michigan anymore. The wolves have just taken over. It's crazy. So there's this fine, delicate act you have to do and be okay with. And everybody loves wolves because they're wolves. They're beautiful. They're majestic. You know, you see cartoons. You see stuffed animals of them. And you just can't believe they're like a dog. How can you kill a dog? But they're, they're just not. They're wild. They're wild. And, but the other thing is we don't really eat them, and which people have a problem with. Like you can't just kill predators and use their fur or whatever. So there is a bit of a distaste for just killing these animals without eating the meat if you will and it's a delicate subject is all and i just know i don't know i just think it's i don't like animal rights activists saying hey stop hunting these wolves because it's coming from a place of uneducation it's coming from a place of emotions and if 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 hunting if, if the government sucks. The government doesn't do a thing right, I don't think, in my opinion. There's too many bureaucrats and stuff. But when it comes to game and fish departments, the government, for some reason, has that down. They just do. It's, it's a passion of these people that get out and they count how many animals are, every all these different animals, to understand what kind of, how many hunting licenses they can hand out. Because deer need to be hunted. Elk need to be hunted. If we don't hunt these things and kill enough of them, they start to suffer as a population. We want animals to die quickly and not be affected by overpopulation stuff. So it's just a need that has to be done. And it's, ha it's done with deer and elk, and it also needs to be done with these predators like bear and wolves. And so that's, where I, that's what I want to talk to you about when you post your wolves thing, like we need to stop these hunting things. Like if, it's, if, you're, if a state says we can hunt these wolves, that means there's a number that needs to be there needs to be. That was my question. Then I was about to ask you. So where, there do, needs where, to be, where do you draw the line? How many? They draw the line. They know what the science is. They say, well, this amount, this X amount of wolves will eat this amount of deer, of deer or whatever, and then so we allocate this many tags to be killed for wolves, and that also affects on deer. There's all you can't just get unlimited deer. There's a certain amount of deer you're allowed to shoot as well. And so every different animal, it's very, very, very well regulated. This is not taken lightly. This isn't just people that just want to kill these mean wolves. They don't want to do that. I mean, there's plenty of ranchers out there that want to take care of them because they're eating their cattle. I mean, there's a lot of business that gets involved with this. But it's just a whole landscape problem. And it's just, it's tricky and it's sad, but 
it, it is what it is. And like these, these are things that do need to be taken care of. And it's done from science and it's done from education and population control and making everything better. It's not, oh, let's get rid of these evil wolves because they might eat my kid. No, it's they're eating too many livestock on these, on these ranches and they're decimating deer and elk population in these different areas. And then when you start introducing, so a lot of these states, because a, a couple hundred years ago we were getting rid of them, it affected the population of deer and elk, and then they started not, there weren't any wolves hunting them, and so they didn't know how to handle it. And then they reintroduced these wolves into these certain areas outside of Yellowstone and Colorado and such, and then they just decimating these animals because they haven't had to deal with them in like 200 years generations so so then you agree that it's about balance then it is 100 I mean, about so. it is 100 about balance yes no. so no i mean hunting i know has been going on since cave i mean that's what I, they hunted yeah yeah since life so but I, I think after i've again i'm not a reader i do research mm-hmm. so when i before i even posted that i didn't notice that there were from what i read again you know i don't know how factual it is but I was reading that the there was just too much killings of these wolves. There were not they were killing more than where they were supposed to. Like you said, they're supposed to keep a tagged amount of how mm-hmm. many, but they were just getting off. Because you also how do would they need, know that? Well, I don't know. That's what I was reading. So I mean, because of the population, how does anybody know what the population is of any kind of creature? They count them. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. So whoever's yeah. counting them is probably figuring out they're killing too many wolves. We have too many wolves now. Uh, then, well, that then they, the people that are in charge of counting them, then say, we gave 100 tags last year. We can only do 20 this year because we've lost too many. But when you get these men, uh, these, these animal rights activists out there, like, oh, well, one's too many. You're killing too many. Like, where are you getting your number? How do you know too many? Like, you're not out there counting. You're not really in the field out there researching this stuff. No, and- I went there. I went there. I was researching it myself. <laughs> Around the woods? Just the way you looked at me. <laughs> you totally looked at me like, you're so you fucking lying. <laughs> you're lying on my podcast, Josh. Yeah, well, you wouldn't be the first. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so yes. So when I posted that, then I, you probably was like, okay, Josh has a strike against him. No, 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 no not at all. Not at all. Mm. Because I know where it comes from. Yeah. Because... Uh, I, I, and just so you know, I don't post just to post. Anything I'm posting, I do the research on. There's so many people I just post just to post shit. Of course. That makes no sense. That's totally off-brand. Yeah. That is totally off-brand for me, the wolf thing. Yeah. But I also read into it before I just blast it on. Yeah, there. for sure. Yeah, so yeah. I get it, and I know where it's coming from. Um, I, oftentimes, you'll hear me say, I don't care what you think. I care how you think. And if you're wrong, if I think you're wrong about something, but you're coming from a good place, like like vegetarians or vegans, I think they're completely wrong, and I think they're anti-human species. <laughs> like they're like you're trading, you're a trader. We're supposed to be eating meat. However, I know where it's coming from. Most of the time, vegans, vegetarians, they're just nice people that don't want to harm other living things. For the most part, a lot of times, and I can get down with that. I'm fine with that. I don't want you shoving it down my throat like you're morally superior to me because i eat a cow but i know where it's coming from and like so the wolf thing i didn't give a strike against you i'm like oh that's i know where you're coming from it's a nice thing i feel like oh my god they're telling me that there's too many wolves being killed are we going to lose these beautiful creatures but really in reality no it's, it's very well very very well regulated and needs to because we have so many other 
animals that need to be protected against them. Wolves need protection against us, and that's where those tags come from. And that's where an elk and deer need protection from over overrun with, with predators. You know, that's a, that's a valid concern. I think about now, like, for example, like rhinos. Rhinos are also becoming very extinct. Yeah. So what's what's the problem there? Like, okay. why are we not helping? I mean, because once, oh, well, once that last rhino is gone, they're gone. All right. So the, I mean, the rhino in the African situation is I can I can educate a little bit on this because I do know a little bit about this. Number one, it's different because unlike 99% of the world, what we have in America, which is much different, is we have a thing called public land. We can all, all, I'm a public landowner, you're a public landowner. You have millions of acres of land for free that you can access. And you can hunt and do all that stuff on there. A lot of other places aren't like that. Africa being one of those. Africa is privately owned in a lot of places. And then it's just, you know how corrupt the entire continent's fucking crazy corrupt with all these different governments just trying to get money. And then also how poor it is. You have a lot of poachers that they're not a typical American poacher. An American poacher sees a giant deer out of season at nighttime, shoots it because it wants the rack. An asshole. Just an asshole. There's asshole hunters out there. I'm not making out there like they're all great. But then you get these African poachers. They're not out there poaching rhino. Well, let me take that. They're not poaching a lot of these animals because they want the horns and the trophy. They're doing it for meat to survive. And then there are some of the ones that are doing kill, the poachers that are killing rhinos and over there because the Chinese like their horns because it's uh, going to make their dick hard. You know what I mean? So they have a weird balancing act in Africa. The only reason why we even have be, the only reason why we have a lot of exotic animals still living today is because they're being hunted over there. Because what happens is they get these big giant game reserves that are a couple hundred thousand acres, and they'll have a herd of rhinos. And they'll have one older rhino. It's not mating anymore. It's not making babies, but it still gets pissed off and territorial. And it'll see other baby rhinos, and it'll kill baby male rhinos. It's true. Wow. So there's already a few left of them. And then there's this la- one of the few last male ones. He's killing all these other male baby rhinos that are running around. And so what that game reserve will do, well, they, we have a rhino that needs to be killed. Let's auction it off. You might have heard of that dentist or somebody in Minnesota that killed Cecil the yeah. lion. Yes, yes. Same type of yeah. same situation. He, well, you know, he got these, a lot of health. Yeah, you know. a lot of these people will pay fifty, hundred, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to kill these animals. And you're like, oh my god, how could you do that? And it's not even hunting because it's really not even hunting. You're going out there. The guide shows you where it is. You shoot it. Yeah. It's not very sporting. I don't like it. However. That game reserve takes that $250,000 that it just got from a rhino that's not mating anymore, that's killing baby male rhinos. It just got $250,000 for some rich asshole in America to kill it. Then they take that $250,000 and they put that towards raising their other animals and and, um, uh, conservation and to help all these other species. That's a good cause. It's a good cause. But yeah. it's like it's murder for hire. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost gay for pay in the hunting style. You know, like like you know what I mean? Like this hunting like the only my mind. Yes. The only reason why we have a lot of these endangered animals over there still alive is because there's rich people, you know, around the world that are coming over there and killing them. 
it's a it's a weird it's a weird system it sucks because of how corrupt it is because they don't have game management and rules and it's just it's a different it's a whole you know yeah. africa's africa you know what i mean it's it's a whole other world it's a whole different country different world everything everything absolutely. and so but that's that's how that world works it's very complicated and it, it gets dicey but the reason we have these endangered animals is because we're hunting these endangered animals because that money goes right back into it. Yeah. And they do it smartly. They're not taking a young, a young rhino that's in its prime. That's like, it. yeah, they're not doing that. They're taking the old unviable ones and they do have like, they do that for the lions and they do that with all these different animals, you know. So out with the old in with the new, is that what you're saying? That's what you need to do to keep, <laughs> keep, a, keep no. a species going. You know what I mean? And then, same thing, you know, that goes with some, you know, some people think elephants are endangered. And in some spots they are, but in some they're just thriving giraffes, anywhere. Yeah. And giraffes. And then, yeah, but elephants are like tearing apart villages. Like all these different African villages that are small and, you know, desperate for anything. And then an elephant herd comes in and tramples all their crops and everything. It's not, the, and they're not even endangered. There's plenty of them in some places. And that's, you know, you got to figure out where those are. Are. Then you take care of those. And then the good, the cool thing about Africa is because of all those poor, that's not how I should put it, uh, but because there are so many poor villages and communities in Africa, when these people are spending $250,000 to kill an, an animal, that meat's not going to waste. These villages are eating every part of that, all that meat. It's not, I'm not killing an elephant and just taking its tusks and going home. No, all of that's getting put to really, really good use. The villagers come out. They're high-fiving the guy that shot it. They're, like, so thankful and grateful. Like, yeah, you fed us. You're hooking It's you. a circle. It's yeah, a, it is. It's a circle of life. A lot of people don't I – mean, it's a, it's an ugly circle. It's an ugly circle, but it is a circle of life. Right. Yeah. That's my hunting rant. I haven't gone on one of those in a long time. But yes. that was, So you hunt? I do hunt. Do I do like uh, I do like to stand, sit in a tree for hours and wait for a deer to come by me and put an arrow through it. <laughs> so you like you like the bow and arrow? Yeah, I I, I, I like a challenge. I like the intimacy. I like I just I, any asshole can shoot a deer with a rifle. I can pull. I can go into parlor today, pull anyone out of there, take them to a gun range, teach them how to f- shoot a rifle for an hour, and be like, all right, well, let's go kill a deer, and we'll go kill a deer. And it's fine. I don't disparage people for doing that. Go get your meat. It's an easy way to go get meat. Fill your freezer with venison. It's delicious. I love it. But for me, I like that challenge. I like the intimacy. I like like when you shoot a you know a deer with a bow and arrow. It's like twenty or thirty yards away. It's not very far. But you can shoot an you can shoot a deer with a rifle from three hundred yards away. No, big deal. <laughs> Do you like doing it old school? Yep. <laughs> very um, like your podcast. Very hands on. <laughs> with your axe over there, your big old Neanderthal axe. Yeah. You're on brand. I am. <laughs> I'm just a dumb caveman. I mean, that's what I say. They say, where's Neanderthal come from? I'm just a dumb caveman that's talking. You're that's all I very, am. You're actually very smart, Ryan. You just <laughs> pretend. I, those are the those are the people that I have to keep my my guard up against. Like, the ones who act like they're dumb, they're just like, uh, this is like, you got to keep your eye on this one. Cause this well, is- number one, <laughs> definitely keep your eye on me. <laughs> number two, I am dumb because I know where really smart people are. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm not an idiot, Josh. I'm not an idiot, but I'm not, 
I'm not oh. like I mean, there's some smart people. I've met no, some no. I've met some extremely smart people on this podcast and that's like myself. Like you. <laughs> like yes, you. I'm kidding. I am no, not. look at you. Look no, what you've done. I, I would say seriously, I, in five I, years I am not a and I've always said this, because college was not for me. Uh I am not book smart. But one thing that I fucking am is street smart. I mean, I and I've got really, really good intuition with people. Like I can read somebody and say, "Yeah, this is uh, not my, this is not my person." Mm-hmm. So, but no, it's and it's it's for me. It's more about intuitive, being intuitive, and being street smart. I mean, I'm. You wouldn't think it, right? You wouldn't think I was street smart. Oh, I would definitely think you're oh, really? street smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. very much more. Street yeah, I don't smart. think you're in, versus you can't, my yeah. partner. Um, He's very book smart, very smart, but no street smarts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know with because he's a white man from Tulsa, Oklahoma, but yeah, he is not street smart, and that's there's nothing wrong with it. No, like just I'm like I'm. Well, you're not, not book smart, smart you yeah, idiot. I'm not book smart. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I am not book smart, and that's okay. Yeah, it, it takes all kinds. I gotta ask the ring, the wolf ring, oh, or whatever you got there. Yeah, Would a What's what's that about? I see that in pictures. It looks great. It's, uh, it, it's a giant. And if you fr- look at it, look what it says there. Most people listen. So that, he's got a giant three-dimensional wolf hat. It says love. It loved. Yeah, it says loved. Uh, he's got a ring that's a giant three-dimensional wolf hat. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, so it's a uh, it's it's symbolic for me because a wolf typically means danger right like uh, you see a wolf like oh shit like oh i don't want to see one yeah. in the wild <laughs> right oh no yeah. so but a wolf for me is like and then being loved for me it, when i saw this ring it was like it wasn't just the way it looked i love the meaning where it says loved sometimes being loved is dangerous uh or loving is very dangerous i that's how i see it that's how i've always yeah being loved ain't dangerous uh, but loving that's no. where being loved can be dangerous both ways I, I, or from aspects yeah, of my life yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Being, uh, you're right and i'm you're speaking right. from my own experience i am too considering i put five charges on this chick love can't be dangerous when you're being loved <laughs> right <laughs> so no so this is one of the reasons i mean first of all because it's aesthetically i love the ring itself but when i saw that it said loved on there i was like it's menacing it's a menacing looking ring but it also is loved so even even i think of it from a standpoint too somebody who looks very menacing and whatever that is in your head also needs to be loved i mean you know that's how i see things i do i am i feel like a little part of me is a bit of a flower child okay um uh but yeah so i think anybody whether how menacing or however it is but anybody who is loved should be loved i mean no matter how vicious or how menacing or how ugly it is i got you but a wolf you know a wolf is menacing but they're also beautiful creatures yeah they are they're oh no they're gorgeous i mean uh, wolf in the wild they'll tear you apart in two seconds asshole (laughs) first too you don't want to get killed by (laughs) see that's one thing too you don't want to get killed by a wolf in the wild they're gonna eat you by their guts for by your guts first yeah oh what a horrible you're still alive screaming they're just eating your stomach do you want that and you're protecting that josh yeah to a standpoint, to a certain extent, <laughs> to a certain extent. Just messing with you. <laughs> yes, no, I know you there are. There you go. There you go. I, I've got one to dapper know you. Latino 
promotes and endorses wolves eating you from your intestines first, everybody. You didn't say intestines. I think, I think the word you said was asshole. That was first. See? That's coyotes. <laughs> coyotes eat asshole first. Wolves will go for the guts first. Right? Uh, right? I don't know what this obsession with you with. Uh, you keep bringing up assholes. Ass first. Charles, am I wrong? Right? <laughs> I was like, what is this obsession? <laughs> it's making Charles uncomfortable, no, too. I, you know, I've always been an ass guy. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you hear the word ass or hole, take a drink or whatever it is in front of you. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, um, but no, the, you know, speaking of, uh, and I, when you say you're more of an ass guy, so even, of course, I'm gay, but like even back when I was with women, I've never been a breast guy. I've always been an ass guy. I've never, Don't get me wrong. I the, like a nice pair of breasts, but I like, like big old breasts. Thing, I just I do big like, old breasts. I've never been intrigued. I've I, never. They're fine. I'll take them anyway. <laughs> I like them all, but they don't necessarily turn heads like an ass. A girl with an ass that will turn your head like, oh my, like, oh my God, what's going on here? Girl, get them squats going. Let's go get that cornbread <laughs> and squats. Bend it over. Let me come on, girl. Make them knees touch them elbows. Come on. So like it's just one of those things that I've never been. But again, yes, for me the the derriere is is quite intriguing, mm-hmm. both male and female, mm. for sure. I've I've seen you in your skinny jeans. It's you've got very nice ass. Right? Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> I was hoping I did. I work out. I've been doing plyometrics my whole life. Because <laughs> you were an athlete, right? I, I was. I am. You were. Oh no. Okay, you are an athlete. Bitch, I'll run circles around <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> but you were you what was your what was your uh, uh mainly soccer, soccer college yeah. and yeah that soccer was, legs you yeah. definitely have soccer legs so lungs yes. soccer legs ass and lungs yeah. i can run for days i got stamina stamina ladies oh yeah and hit me up yes, ladies, talk, podcast gmail.com you want some of this i'll take a little bit more even sure. though it's not a real drink it's just well kill it it's not it's not very strong it's only 20 percent yeah the um but there was something else that i wanted to talk about i just come on lay down me man what you got for me i had notes i'm an open book you got notes no i had notes i left them in my kitchen counter really yes i did i was like oh like you know what and for me like even a podcast just just go with it like i'm not gonna but i did have a few notes that i wanted to make sure i touched on about myself Okay, I thought you but, had uh, notes for me. I had questions no, for I me. Can't I care less about you, right? I can't tell. <laughs> Narcissistic, <laughs> Instagramming fool. The, right? um, but no, because of course, if I'm going to be on here, I might as well just you know promote myself. Yeah, but absolutely. Like, but I think I've already done. I think I've promoted myself enough. I don't know what else unless did anybody by chance? And I should have done this yesterday when I put it on my stories that I was going to be. On you should podcast. have. I don't think so. I should have done that yesterday. I thought about it first thing in the morning when I woke up. I thought about you when I first thing I woke up this morning, Ryan. Aren't you touched? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I am. I don't. Ha- yeah, I don't have any. Oof. I am. Every time you mention me, I'm like, oh, nice. <laughs> oh, nice. I got a little mention from the old dapper. You get a little. Chubby, and it gets. Don't you? And it gets. Uh, it'll get. It gets around. I got a little buzzing. You guys have buzzing in your ears. I'm hearing it now. Hmm. There, it's gone. Oh, there's a wire. I got some wires crossed. Um, uh, shit, remind me what was I saying? Um, posts. Oh, it's nice when you get that. posts. How you get a chubby from me about when I post about you? That's not what you said. No, I did. No, I guess, I mean, I guess. It, it, no, it is nice to get. I don't know. A little mention. Yeah, it is nice to get mentioned from a dude that's an Instagram influencer. Mm, oh. And I'm like, God damn it. 
Ah! Oh, it's oh. my phone. Oh, it's oh, my it's phone. phone. Uh, okay. Oh, look, my mom phone. texted me. Oh, your mom? Yeah. Oh, that's my mom's sweet. my best friend. What? Mm-hmm. Ladies, did you hear that? Look at that. His mom's his best friend. Here I love he my single, mom. single, attractive. He said, Daddy, what else do you want? And he works for the government. <laughs> Get out of here. I don't want to work. It is. <laughs> say, I do not want to work for that. Is that okay that. to say that? It is. I, hey, that's a great, it's a good job. I hate that's my job. job. It's not a good job. It's. I hate my job. Trying hey, to get out okay, of there. Okay, do, okay. Whatever I can do to get out of there. That's what this Patreon's for. I'm trying to make it big. My Pink Drink Chronicles. I'm trying to get, make it big, baby. I want to okay. be the biggest podcaster well, in the world. There you go. So get an OnlyFans and then get yeah, in and do yeah, the yeah, gay yeah. for pay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> rich gay man, Hit if you're up. looking to have a little dent in your wallet, you can put a dent in me. <laughs> Hit me up at NeanderTalkPodcast.com. And I'm going to suck that motherfucker. You want to get some You better get some fucking money. Josh, we're going to leave on that. Let's go yeah. ahead and uh, promote yourself. If there's anything you want to say, here's oh. your little... Just say it. Floor here. Open up. Say whatever the hell you'd like. No, no I, I don't know what, but like I, I do just want to, I guess, just tell all your listeners and that this has been an amazing experience i appreciate it and um yeah again i always i always like to end anything that i'm promoting or, or talking about is like just always be kind and humble and keep it dapper yeah baby that's it what, what a beautiful time to be alive bye <laughs>